Product Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. Hi, you guys. Get Caught Up is on the move. Welcome to the new GCU. Follow us on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. That's GCU underscore podcast. And make sure you follow our new web address at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. Welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast with your host, Untamed, bringing you the latest tea in the literary industry and the hottest author interviews every Wednesday. Make sure you get caught up. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untamed, and we are back this week, you guys. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to us continually. And as you guys may know by now, but if it's your first time tuning in, you may not know. We are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are a new or aspiring or seasoned author and you need some help with your literary journey, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net. We offer several services such as editing, proofreading, synopsis writing. Just check out the website on our Books and More store and send us a message through the Contact Us link if you have any questions. And of course, if you would like an author interview, make sure you also go to the Contact Us link and someone will be with you within the next 24 hours. I want to also take a moment out to say happy birthday to all the August babies, you Leos, you lion Leos, not lying as in telling a lie, but you know the roaring lions. Um, you guys, I want to wish all of you a happy birthday. And for those of you who are returning to school, students, teachers, and staff, please be as vigilant and safe as you can because as you know, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Well, you guys, tonight we don't have an author, but we have someone who is vital to the literary community, and that is Miss KB from KB's Bookshelf. And you guys, when I say vital, I mean vital. Let me tell you just a little bit about KB. She is a content creator and founder of KB's Bookshelf. She's a Texas native and a lifelong lover of literature. In 2019, she decided to share her enjoyment for her favorite pastime. She maintains a literary blog that promotes and supports the writing community, primarily indie authors. Through the blog, she not only offers book reviews in several categories under the fiction umbrella, but also she provides a few select virtual services through her virtual service division, KB Squared Media. A few of those services are manuscript critiques, social media management, graphic design, and other administrative services that aid literary teams. As a proud blog tour host, she gets to share exclusive content with you from shining stars in the literary world. You can also shop for your next digital read or listen in the Bougie and Bookish Things bookstore. You guys, welcome to the UP Hot Seat. Miss KB, how are you doing this evening? Hello. I am great. Thank you. How are you? I am doing fine. I want to thank you so much for joining us here tonight because, you know, it's so I enjoy interviewing my authors, but I also like when I have the opportunity to step out and explore other avenues of the literary industry because 
authors need support. And when I think about the services that you offer, I feel like you're our support, you know, our, our cheerleaders, our the people who keep us motivated and going and keep us in line and in track with what we need to be doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. And some of us are fearless when we do it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what do you think, I mean, what was the decision behind starting KB's Bookshelf? I know that I kind of touched on it when I was reading your bio, but I just want you to tell, you know, your personal reasons for why you started and what motivated you to get into it. So honestly, I can thank my sister Tamara and her best friend slash my, you know, uh, play sister Tiffany for kind of pushing me to do this. They were, they are, have been my biggest accomplishment since I started this. They were non-readers, wouldn't pick up a book to save their life. Wow. And so one day I read a portion of um, Wahida Clark's book, uh, Thugs and the Women Who Love Them. And it hooked them and they said, okay, what's next? And so I read a little bit more. We were on a road trip and I read a little bit more and um, they, they were hooked. And I said, okay. So then on the way back from the road trip, we played the audio. And from that point on, they were, what's next? What's next? What's next? And then they looped in their friends you know, what is, what is KB reading now? What is, cause they call me KK. What is KK reading? And, and, um, so it just kind of got to be where I was just saying, okay, well tell them I'm reading this, tell them I'm reading that. And then December, 2018, I was sitting at home on Christmas break and I said, you know what? Uh, and Instagram was, was really, really, really hot for bloggers. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and publish a blog. I'm going to put it somewhere so everybody can, I, can just go to that and I don't have to keep sending separate emails and text messages and all this other stuff. I'm just going to direct you to this. And um, and that's how I got started. I was just sitting at home one night and said, I'm just going to publish this on Instagram. And I've been reviewing for years. Right, wow. and just posting on Goodreads. I had worked with a couple of um, authors as far as uh, proofreading their work. Okay. Because I left a couple of spicy reviews under there, <laughs> <laughs> under their releases, and nobody knew, which, you know, I don't, I, I wasn't really kind of putting it out there either. So um, I had already kind of been in the arena through word of mouth. But then I just kind of made it public uh, January 2019 and then still didn't really know what I wanted to do with it for the first year because there weren't a lot of resources. Um, and I really kind of just decided what I wanted to do with it this year around February. Okay. And then, so you got started and that sounds, that's an amazing story, you know, and that is a feat because it is hard to get a non-reader to read. Let me start there. <laughs> so yes. Very difficult to get someone yeah. who absolutely doesn't read to read. So the fact that and you, what's, you yeah. were able to get two people, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is, that is, you you know, that is yeah. a feat that deserves recognition. <laughs> and what was funny is that they would only listen to the books at first and were using all my Audible credits. And I was like, okay, y'all need to get your own, okay? You're using all my credits <laughs> so that you can listen to Wahida and Kawan and and um, Ashley Jaquavis, that's, you know, that's the genre that I hooked them in. So they were using all of my, my credits. And I was still fairly new to street and urban fiction at the time, which once I discovered, I was like, oh my God, where have I been? <laughs> <your> right? <laughs> <laughs> where have I been? But um, so Tamara, my sister, I uh, did the same employed the same tactic to get her to use her eyes to read instead of just listening to a book and now she's an avid reader as well so I am extremely proud of those two ladies because again they would not pick up a book to save their life and I always had a book or a Kindle on my phone or something with me even before cell phones and Kindles came about I had a book with me I mean taking a book on dates and everything that's how bad it was <laughs> Look, you, you, might, you might need that book on a date <laughs> 
it has happened a time or two where I needed it. So I can't believe that. I I absolutely can't believe that. So mm-hmm. I want to since we are discussing KB's bookshelf, mm-hmm. and I know you said when you first started out, you didn't know you know the direction you wanted to go, but. I know for myself that now KB's Bookshelf offers so much. So I would like for you just to tell the readers and the listeners what all you offer the services because sure. it's phenomenal. I, I promise thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So the first thing um, for the bookshelf, I try to keep it, you, you know, focused on the authors and their work. And I don't really you know, publish anything about myself. You really don't see my face a whole lot. I think until recently, no one even knew what I looked like. Uh, maybe a small group of people do who knew who I was and knew what I you know knew what I looked like. But on the bookshelf, it's primarily the book reviews. I do those for free. I personally don't think that you should charge for them, and so I don't. I offer them for free. I offer free story promotion or free promotion in my stories. Um, and then I have the commission services center around manuscript critiques, uh, post edit proofreading. Um, I also do social media management, some social media marketing. Um, I provide uh, content for other platforms, creating graphics. With those graphics, you may get captions and um specifically targeted hashtags so that you start to come up in other people's searches and searches and so that your um, posts make a bigger impact. Um, I also have some, I do some creative writing for our blog for authors as well. Um, so that's the author assistant side of me. Uh, I'm getting into book tours, but I haven't launched that quite yet. Okay. Um, I'm attempting to build a team and I hopefully will have one in place by the end of the year so that I can also offer book tours to um, our community as well because I don't see enough of us mm. taking advantage of it. Um, outside of just indie authors, but authors of color as well, I don't see us taking advantage of that as much. And I would love to see us have that representation um, there is a fellow blogger um, who does offer this service, Vanika Miles. So she's done, a, you know, a great job as well. Uh, and as you can see, I always shamelessly promote other people's work too because I think it's really important. I and I can't help myself because I love to see everyone, you know, flourish. I think there's enough out here for all of us to be successful and you know to eat so to speak and Mm -hmm. so you'll never hear me downing another person um just to make myself look good or not refer you you know refer someone to you or someone else you know thinking that's going to take money out of my pocket I don't think so I don't look at it that way I think we're building a network and building a community so why not support each other and really mean it right not just oh girl oh sis you're doing great or Oh, that's right. a great job. And then two months later, you know, is that, oh, I know she didn't kind of, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I don't engage in that. It, and I try to stay above the fray when it comes to that kind of stuff. I got off on a different tangent, but uh, that oh, no, of- that, that was imp- <laughs> that's important. That's an important tangent to get yeah. off on because that is one thing that uh, I feel like right right now I feel like you're you're fulfilling my soul because I have yeah. done so many you know like podcasts and mm-hmm. even when I do author interviews myself being an author I you know one of the things I always stress is just staying away from the drama you know learning to properly network and you know just all of the things that you were just mm-hmm. mentioning so to to hear someone else say this one of those things where it's you know I'm going in my mind see see this is what I'm talking about this is yeah, what I'm- it, you know <laughs> and what's funny is that you know we and I say we all of us it, you know should be able to support each other and not feel any type of way about me uplifting another blogger because she's doing reviews or she's doing author spotlights which is something else I do on the bookshelf as well um, and I'm going to start doing that on a bi-monthly basis again because I started and then I kind of strayed away from it and got caught up with something else. But I'm going to start doing that again. But um, 
if you'll notice that anyone who follows me will notice that I promote uh, I promote other people's podcasts I promote other bloggers other reviewers because she's doing reviews or he's doing reviews we're both doing reviews but we're not doing the same thing we're doing the same thing but we're not doing the same thing you know what I mean right and so there's no reason for me not to do it like exactly. I love Shades and Pages. Her page, her newsfeed is gorgeous. Now I'm not a lipstick wear, but I still love to look at her page. <laughs> you <laughs> know? And she <laughs> makes me, I'm a little jealous. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could pull that off. And I'm thinking, oh, oh no. Who am I kidding? Let me get this Vaseline. <laughs> Coat these lips and this is what you're going to get. <laughs> you know? But I love her newsfeed, so I'm going to support her. My love of books, uh, you know? Mm -hmm. Now booking. I, I love those guys. Ambi the Ambitious Reader. I love their feed, so I'm going to promote them. Brown Sugar Reads, she's new. Urban Fiction Reviewer. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's And that's what I'm talking about. I love it. I love the fact. And plus, too, our community is so... We're vast, but mm -hmm. we're in a smaller niche. So we all right. need to utilize each other to exactly. to uplift each other and to promote each other because honestly we we know that when it comes down to it we really are all we have you know right. as, as they say we all we got you know we yeah. all we got so we have to be there for each other and like you said just because you're reviewing or you know you're blogging or you're doing a book tour someone else is doing it well guess what it's a benefit for all of the authors because it, it builds is our portfolios you know it builds mm -hmm. the platforms up and if we're sharing across the board then we can get more you know more notoriety and we can get our names and our voices exactly. out there so we have to share each other yeah. and we have to be willing to support each other and exactly. actually do it so and you don't are, be afraid to come right. back reach back and pull somebody else up there's nothing it's, wrong with that my platform is still small but I still go in if I can help I help now I'm it's, not going to give away the whole kit and caboodle for free. All right. <laughs> mom's got to eat. But exactly. uh, mama's got bills. But I am going to, you know, offer some, sometimes it's unsolicited advice because I'll see somebody's page and I'll go, um, you know, right. This and, is what you could do to probably help clean up your page a little bit or something, you know, and what's wrong with that? Some people take it and some people don't. I just say take it with a grain of salt, do what you want to with it, but it's out there. But it's out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We are going to take a quick break because when we come back, I want to pick your brain for the readers a little bit, okay. dive into it so they can get some helpful tips and advice. And we will dive into that when we come back. Sounds good. girl the right pair of shades and she can conquer the world so embrace your shade shop shade dolls it at www.shadedolls.com and follow them on instagram at shade dolls slay the pd way original handmade gifts for every occasion personal designs on products you deserve that's the pd way Visit www.poeticdesigns.net. We all know reading is fundamental. When you visit KB's Bookshelf, you can find books in multiple genres to entertain and educate. Writers can even find literary services of value to their success, like our ever-popular manuscript critique and book review. Reading allows us to escape, explore, and share our experiences. I hope you'll visit us today at www.kbsbookshelf.com and allow us to take you on your next adventure. Hello, hello, you guys, and we are back. We are back. And as you guys know, we are with the lovely Miss KB of KB's Bookshelf. We have been talking about her just journey as 
a book reviewer, a blogger, um, with KB Squared as a social media management, virtual assistant, all of these things that really benefit and help and support the literary community for us authors, primarily indie authors. So you guys, this is, you know, well, a wealth of information because I know a lot of times, you know, it is a very difficult road when you're an indie author to find reputable companies and businesses and, you know, the things that you need to be doing, you might not even know which direction to go. So this is why this interview is so near and dear to me for all of us and important to you guys and KB, you know, having since I learned in with that, <laughs> um, as a as a manuscript critiquer and a reviewer, what are some key important factors that authors should have in their manuscript? What are so what are those things that you look for that you know make a book stand out in your opinion? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am probably gonna get some hate after this, but <laughs> it's um, okay. <laughs> So the one thing I hear is that most people will say I'm tough on reviews and uh, tough on the critiques. And I am because one of the things you'll always hear me say as well to authors is that um, I want to make sure that you are putting your best self forward, right? So what I look for in a manuscript, I look for pacing, I look for plot and character development, I look for um, good solid structure, good flow. Um, you know, do, does the storyline make sense? Do the characters, the, the protagonists and the antagonists, do, you know, what, what kind of chemistry is going on with this, with the primary cast of characters and the supporting cast because they can also help, you know, uplift the story as well and move it along. So I'm looking for movement, I'm looking for flow, I'm looking for structure, uh, you know, I'm looking for development across the board. And, um, you know, and then I'm also looking at, from a, from a more technical perspective, I'm also looking at spelling, grammar, punctuation, you know, wow. what's going on. <laughs> Cause that, that seems to be a sticking point with a lot of people. And I would definitely deduct, you know, I definitely deduct out of one out of five, I definitely deduct a, a point for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I look for engagement. Am I engaged with the story? Is it true to its genre? Um, how long did it take me? You know, is it, is it a, because um, I know there are slow burn books, mm -hmm. you know, and I get this, they're not my favorite. <laughs> but I can appreciate it. But I can appreciate the writing. If it's done well, it's going to eventually hook me and I'm going to say, yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I look at the book in its totality, not just whether or not um, Craig or whoever had me in my feelings. Right. <laughs> or if Stacy made me want to slap her today. Um, you know, so it, it, it just kind of depends, you know, and the main thing, though, is continuity. Mm. How does this story flow and does it make sense? But if right. it doesn't, if it doesn't have continuity, it's not going to make sense. If it doesn't have continuity, that means that it wasn't properly developed. It wasn't properly executed. Mm. And Absolutely. yeah, so for me, it's it's all of those things. But if you don't have continuity in a story for me, I'm, you probably got it too. <laughs> but I will say this, even though I give, and I know a lot of people don't like to give, if they have to leave a low score review, they don't post them. I'm still gonna repost, cause I've given one. And I've given okay. five, rarely a five. Cause a five for me, that's a whole other cookie. You usually right. just get one to four. That's what we're working with. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've given a one, but with that one or that two, I give constructive feedback. My feedback is never malicious. And then if I'm giving you a one or two, I'm going to post it. And then I'm probably going to be in your DM saying, hey, I just want to let you know, I posted a review. It wasn't necessarily favorable, but if you want to talk about it, let me know. Right. Absolutely. And I have, I have an author who just didn't appreciate the two and the three 
But I still read three books after that. And I noticed that that particular author corrected the issues from the previous books that I read. And I gave that person, I think, a four and a five back to back. Wow. See? Because they corrected. <laughs> now, they didn't say anything. And they unfollowed me. They blocked me on Facebook and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I said, that's fine. But guess what? Now you're putting your best self forward. I did my right. job. That's, look, so I didn't feel you, any kind of way about it. Look, you... You not did your job. Yeah, I, I did what I intended to do. But and that's helped you put your best self forward, even if it's unappreciated. In the moment, and maybe you can't come back and say, I appreciate it. It's rare that people will say that. But, exactly. you know, in this particular situation, they didn't appreciate it. But they fixed it. And now you out here and you had a bestseller afterwards. Right. And you so, know what? That is what's most important. And I, I applaud you for truly, because that means the fact that you were able to, even after, you know, they weren't favorable, then they blocked you and, you know, mm-hmm. cut you off completely. That yeah. you even <laughs> took the time to read more work and actually say, okay, well, I'm going to still review it. And I'm yeah. still just happy because now I feel like what I said and did to you, which was in your best interest and for your best interest, mm-hmm. you applied that. And so I'm still applauding you. And that's the type of attitude yeah. that I appreciate. And I applaud you for that because not everybody is able to do It's like, okay, you want to block me and you want to talk about me and I tried to do this for you. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. To, to, to heck with you. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So You know, and, and, and what's funny is I went back and even bought that series because after that the next series where they fixed the issues, I went back because most of the stuff I read on Kindle Unlimited, You know, and um, if it's a series that I really, really enjoy, I'm going to go back and then I'm going to purchase it. So I went back and still supported that person by purchasing that entire series because I enjoyed it. And I've read it a couple of times. I hope they are listening. (laughs) Probably not, but, you know, it's okay. I mean, like I said, it's... I, I felt good. I patted myself on the back a little bit because and, I was like, "Yes, they well, got it." You I'm know, they absorbed what I was saying. On the back for because <laughs> you know that is just a testament, and that's yeah. why you will be successful because it's not. And I and I and I want authors to take away from this if they take nothing else with book reviewers. It's not about them. What they're right. saying is for you because exactly. you. You don't have, you know, books out or anything to worry. You're not trying to bash anyone. You're trying to make someone better. And even in the one star, two star, three stars, Mm -hmm. you give them feedback to make them better. And that is that is what a review is supposed to be for. It's supposed, yes give it all of the glory that it deserves but when there is feedback and constructive critique that is needed give it because that's what it's for and authors that's what you are supposed to get because it in the long term helps you become a better author so that you can put your best foot forward I, I promise you that is I wish you know one thing that I I, that just makes my skin crawl is that, that habit that authors got into with, with the whole hater you know oh they're yeah. just hating on me and this is a hater and they no everybody isn't hating on you you know yeah. it's it's a difference <laughs> with someone who's being malicious because we do mm-hmm. know that there are malicious reviews out there you yeah. know malicious reviewers you know but mm-hmm. you can clearly tell the difference between a malicious review and someone who is just giving you constructive criticism it, right. it's, it, it is assuredly something that you can distinguish when you yeah, see it. Yeah, because there are a few reviewers that, like I said, there are some reviewers that I, I follow and um, and not just the ones that I share, but, you know, I follow them and they are doing the same thing. They, they may not go into as much detail, but they are still giving you constructive feedback. If they didn't like something, they were being honest about it, but they were telling you in, you know, in a constructive way, what that what could have made it better for them so i'm not the only one who's doing it mm-hmm. um i just know that that's the only way that i can do it exactly and, and you're yeah. not the only one and, and 
under the Untamed Publishing Umbrella. We do book reviews too. Oh, I see and- your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. And, um, you know, part of the reason why is because I'm an author, you know, and mm-hmm. I know that A, yes, let me tell you what was good, but mm-hmm. B, let me tell you what could have been better, you know? Right. And that's what you you need, you know, because in all honesty, a lot of times, you know, especially for newer authors, and this Mm -hmm. is specifically catered to aspiring and new authors, you have your best friend, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your mama, Mm -hmm. your auntie, your grandmama. Those are the only people that arrange your work, your coworkers, and they love you. Because they love they love it because they love you. Yeah. And they aren't they don't have the experience per se as Mm -hmm. reading and technical and details, you know, as far as the tech side of it and the development and the story side and the you know, the creative side to say this is what it needs. And they might not even see that because their focus is you did this great thing Mm -hmm. and I want to support you and I love you and so you go into it kind of blindly without any professional assistance and Mm -hmm. help and then you get people who are staunch diehard readers who come in and they just murder the (laughs) (laughs) and they're like you know, they go from one end to the other. They hate themselves. They want to give up. They want to quit. This is not yeah. for them. Or it, everybody's a hater. You know, yeah. no, because I had 20 other people who loved me and told me, yes, 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 do this. And now you're telling me, you know, oh, it's not that good or I need to do this. I need to do that. And what I tell them is, you know what? Read the ones that give you the balance. Read yes. the ones that are going to tell you, hey, I like this about it, but this is what you can work on. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, know yeah, it's that I, I completely agree because, and I always tell people, oh, this is your baby. So now, if mm-hmm. you're comfortable putting whatever it is out mm-hmm. the way it is, then we let's not touch it. Let's not do anything with it because this is just my point of view. It doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. right, but it's right. just me. Right? It's not. I'm not. And here's a good example of that. There's this young um, indie author, DC Taylor. Mm-hmm. and he writes street fiction and I mean it is raw it is gritty and he is talented he is a little rough around the edges but I think he has the potential to be great he's one where I said okay I, I, this is great this is great but <laughs> if you want to you know sell some copies then maybe let's just clean it up a little bit and what happened was you know he took our conversations sat with them, came up with a new marketing plan, found his own audience, and then garnered his and garnered reviews for his work. And and they're good. They need to be edited. And I tell him that all the time. So I can see it here too. <laughs> but you know, so it's not anything he he's not gonna curse me. Well he might curse me out. I don't know. But um but yeah he 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 completely, you know, just he took it, he found his audience and he gave it to them raw, unedited. And people are loving. I mean, the reviews and the feedback are great for this Absolutely. for this book. So he has really great potential, and I really hope he hope that he sticks with it because he got it. All right, yeah, well, look, he's look, got he it. He shouldn't. He shouldn't because that was a great plug. Because now oh. I'm like, let me go find this book. <laughs> that was an absolutely great plug. So, you know, if you want to plug any other authors, I'm sure they won't mind. You you have all the free reign to do so here tonight. Okay. So anybody well, you want to throw out there. <laughs> well, my favorite erotic romance author uh, right now is Daniil Brown. His first, he and I met because he uh, released a book called Juice Box, which people have seen on my newsfeed. And I gave it a three. And he was like, wow, just a three? And I was like, yeah, it was just three worthy for me. And so <laughs> I was like that. And I love erotica. I'm not going to lie. I do love a good erotic read if it's done well. And I said, okay, well, this is what I would have done. And we started a dialogue, and that was a year ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I harass him all the time. I'm waiting for his next novel, Mischief Island, to come out. Uh, it has the potential 
to be really great. I told him, I said, this is a lifetime movie in the making that I see. Mm-hmm. And um, the story is really great. Two couples, you know, it, I, I'm not going to give it away, but yeah, he, he needs to definitely be on a guest on the show so he can plug the book fairly and completely because um, I'm so looking forward to it. I mean, just right. a little bit of it, but I'm like, oh, I need to be on the tour. I need to be a part of this. And, and, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here like, okay, let me jot down these good names. <laughs> they can come on the show. Like, I'm, I'm get building a reader's list and an interview. Yes, <laughs> and yes, I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm over here sitting here building lists. So, you know, I, I am for it. I appreciate yeah. the fact that you are giving the those authors shine and letting you know the readers and listeners know you know hey this is who's that this is who's hot this is what's going on and you're being you know completely honest and upfront with it it is great and that that leads me to my next conversation because I was like you know I was, I was picking your brain for the authors now I'm picking mm-hmm. your brain for the readers so what okay. is your favorite genre and who is your favorite author now you know I know you may have a, quite a few at this point in your life so you know whoever comes to mind whatever genre you like let me know because I you know I'm here for it <laughs> so my first love was or is paranormal fiction and um my go-to author for that used to always be J.R. Ward. She had the Black Dagger Brotherhood series and a couple of spinoffs. Love that particular series. But then I discovered E. Bowser. Okay. And oh my God, I feel bad because the name of her series is escaping me. Um, Brothers Who Bite, I think. It's escaping me, but E. Bowser fantastic series uh it's an urban paranormal fiction black female writer love her work and uh it's on audible and it's on um kindle as well so for paranormal fiction she's awesome i haven't really discovered a whole lot of other um black urban uh paranormal fiction writers but fatima moreau just sent me a request a review request she has an urban um, uh, fantasy novel that I'm looking to read. Oh, Leisha McCoy. She's out of the UK. Mm-hmm. She has a series, The Perfect Waters. It was narrated by Erica Nelson. Erica, uh, Erica the narrator, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Now, yes. that series, loved it. And then her narration, she just perfectly embodied the female and male characters. Oh and gosh. she has one of those voices, like I've mm-hmm. listened to this book to fall asleep to because I was like, huh. and I'm an insomniac. So I was like, you know what? Let me just put on the perfect waters. And so um, I've gone to sleep to that book a couple of times. I've listened to it completely a couple of times, but now I use it to kind of just wind down and relax <laughs> too, because not only, but then it's hard because I know what's going to happen, but I still want to listen, even though I've listened to it a couple of times. But then Erica's voice, I'm thinking, I'm just going to call her one day. I'm just going to reach out one day and I'm going to, can you just read something for me to go to sleep to? I just need a good bedtime story that's not going to be too exciting. All right. (laughs) But just let me, (laughs) but just let me go to sleep. That is awesome because let me tell you that that is truly a thing. You know, I know people are like, are you serious? No, that's truly a thing. It Um, is. It truly is a thing. If you guys, like, if you go to the Calm, if you have the Calm app, because I'm one of those people who I have to be Mm -hmm. bold sometimes myself, they do offer, you know, those bedtime reading stories. But I dig that idea of you going to the narrator and saying, (laughs) I totally dig that idea. I think that is awesome. So, Erica, if you're listening, KB would like a <laughs> bedtime story, nothing too exciting. Maybe the phone book. I don't know. Do they still have phone books? Um, gotta find or, a phone book. <laughs> yeah, go find me a phone book or, uh, you know, Office 2010, um, you know, textbook or something and just read it so that I can go to sleep at night. Thanks. I, know, I appreciate I know. it. I will make sure I tag her. <laughs> 
Yeah, appreciate it. So we can get this hooked up together as far as this bedtime story. Like, I might might have to purchase this bedtime story. (laughs) Yeah, I just want her to put out, just put out bedtime story, some soothing sounds. She can just say words like ketchup. Pineapple. If you, if you guys... (laughs) Like I and I'm tickled because I, you know, I've heard Erica's narration, so I know exactly what she is talking See, about. See, I'm not by myself. It's like no, you and you are perfect. Like you are on point with it, yeah. absolutely. And I, so I, I promise you, I understand fully. And I look, I'm gonna do a shameless plug too, since you like paranormal. Mm-hmm normal fiction mm-hmm. I have to get you linked with the ladies of Red Ink Publication um, Amina Oops. Aman mm-hmm. um, Jacqueline Stone and Omega they okay. write they're three African American women who write mm-hmm. paranormal fiction they have a they started their own publication company called Red Ink Publications okay. and they are phenomenal like oh my god like all of them write various stories and then they individually and they write together like we celebrated their chronicles of um um chronicles of sorry i believe that one was Mm -hmm. amina aman but they put like this tent this level 10 (laughs) of just paranormal and horror stories together some of them are horror but some of them are paranormal fiction and they are just they are phenomenal writers um another person i do know that delves into the paranormal fiction um with his war angel series was keith kareem um williams so yes definitely i'm I'm plugging people tonight (laughs) yes please do and then don't let don't let me forget those people um, so that I can get their books too because I'm always on the hunt for somebody new to, uh, you know, discovering new authors and new people to feature. And, I, you know, I can't read everything, but I can still support by sharing it. Maybe I can, I know I'm going to buy it even though I shouldn't because um, my my to-read list is ever-growing and it's never-ending. But um, absolutely. Um, I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I, I can tell authors are surely listen you guys I support a whole lot of y'all when y'all don't even know it like I know I have to, my husband said um, he, he made a joke with me he was like look we're not going to another bookstore until you read everything that's on your Kindle <gasps> and I was like what? I looked at him and I was like are you serious right now? and he was oh like so he's like every time I turn around you're downloading something from Kindle and I said do you know how many I, I said you know how many books I have read on my Kindle and he makes the joke he says what like <laughs> he goes like what 50 I said I've read like <laughs> over 400 books on my Kindle in the last <laughs> three four years and so yeah. i was like um ask me how many to be to be read and he's like how many i was like hmm, last count was 700 and something oh like, my god like, yeah no. i don't feel i don't no. feel bad because mine is mine is kind of um, a little worse i mean my son yeah so my family didn't want any more books any more hardcovers any more paperbacks so I have to read everything on my Kindle and my Kindle has over 2,000 books downloaded on it oh wow yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know what happens though is that it's Amazon's fault because they will have and authors because you guys will have these books for free and then even if I can't read it right then, I still go and download it. And then what will happen is another 10 or 12 books will show up in the suggestions and then they're free or 99 cents or whatever. And then I have to get them. Right. right. So <laughs> technically it's your fault. It's, okay. Well, and then I want to just mm-hmm. throw it back on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's fault because see they always are advertising and then they send you these nice emails it says Amazon suggests and you click on the email and then you have one book and you look in the list it's like 10 books long and mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not gonna throw it back on Amazon it's well, Amazon Amazon even sends me a suggestion for myself how about that <laughs> well the next time my family start to chew me out. Like I just purchased um, uh, so I, I received 
Thank you, Black Mamba Chronicles. And I can't wait to start reading that. It's 600 plus pages. So I received that as a gift and I was thankful because I had just spent money to get the entire the entire Tangled Web series by China and Bishon. And I, hopefully I didn't butcher his name, but I just got that. And then um, I have yours up next, but I'm on a spending limit because my son will probably check it. <laughs> so I have to wait till next week to purchase your series because I want to get uh, <laughs> the view. And so I was like, oh, I need this. I need the books. I need the books. I need the books. I can't wait till part two comes out. I need the books. So, uh, but I am, you're waitlisted. <laughs> Because I am on a, I am on a, on a budget, and I don't want to get grounded. You don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to get grounded. Well, so, you know, yeah. I I fixed I fixed the problem I, I, that I had about this whole paperback thing. I said, you know, mm-hmm. my bookshelf is old. And I said, okay, I'll go get another one. So now mm-hmm. I have a bookshelf and I have more space. And I was like, look, I have some more space to fill in. It's a di- it's, yeah. I got a problem, a bad <laughs> one. And I'm in a relationship with about 13 fictional boyfriends right now, so I really can't afford to okay, have a real know. one. So, and let's talk. Like, uh, we can talk about this now. That is a good subject. What? Who are your favorite book babes? I, I mean, now here's the sad part. They are book babes that I probably couldn't deal with in real life because my mouth would get me in trouble. And some of you will know what I'm talking about. Um, so there is an author by the name, uh, there are two, uh, Siobhan Latrice. Okay. She writes urban uh, romance fiction. And then Diamond Taylor, they both write urban romance. And so Siobhan Latrice had this series and, and all the, the guys are based out of California. So she had me wanting to go to California <laughs> to look for a, a character named Ricky AK. He was foul mouthed, but he was just direct, very blunt, rude. <laughs> but he was also very protective. You know, he was a, gr- a great provider. He, uh, I won't say what else he did great. And then, <laughs> you know, he was just, he turned out to be a really great boyfriend, but he was so, he was funny in his rudeness, but in real life, I couldn't take that. Like you couldn't talk to me the way that he does because it's kind of misogynistic too. And we would, it would be toxic in real life, but of her stories, these men are awesome. And she does a great job of creating these, um, and, and Diamond Taylor too. She has a a, a series, uh, the Bonafide series with Fire and Pure, mm-hmm. and they both did such a great job of creating these domineering alpha s um, men who who didn't necessarily start out as positive role models mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination, but to see them grow over the course of the series. And the way that they grew into their relationships, into the love, um, and you know, the way they found, you know, love, that black love got them. And, <laughs> you know, and then they were paired with strong women mm-hmm. who just didn't take anything that they dished out too. So they did a really great job of representing, I think, uh, real life situations and how those evolved into positive uh, relationships and images of black love. So so they, they have Ricky AK and then Fire from Diamond Tyler, uh, Diamond Taylor's uh, Bonafide series. Oh right. um, yeah they they were awesome. But then <laughs> that's my that's my I'm gonna say my what is uh Megan the style you say classy? Ratchet, <laughs> ratchet sassy. Ratchet. So that was my ratchet side. <laughs> Now, I don't have necessarily, well, I do have a sassy and a classy side, but my country side, Monica Walters, oh my God. Her and Sabrina um, Scales, Mm -hmm. um, and they're Texas writers too. I think Sabrina's in Texas too. And oh my God, 
they create some of the funniest, <laughs> sexiest men. And Monica does a really great job with the the country boys, which I love. <laughs> um, you know, and it's always great seeing landmarks because I'm in Houston, and it's always great seeing landmarks that I recognize in their books too. But um, for romance, those two ladies right now are at the top of the heap for me. Uh, there are some honorable mentions, but those two, they get a one click no matter what they what write, they, what they put out. Yeah. So I have like all of Monica's books, I think, with the exception of maybe two. Same thing for Sabrina. Haven't read them all, but I got them. I, I <laughs> you know, I completely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I have, um, I really don't listen to uh, read a whole lot of horror necessarily. Mm-hmm. But J.A. Conrad, mm-hmm. um, he wrote this book called Afraid. Uh, I've listened to that on Audible probably eight times. Oh, wow. It was just really deliciously demented. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I, I, I loved it. Oh, my goodness. And see, I, I am going to have to read that one now. And I'm right in that mindset because I'm actually reading it. My current read at the time mm-hmm. is... Um, Compelled to Murder by um, E.R.A. Tronic. So I Ooh. am in the mindset to read something like this. So that will probably be up next. <laughs> yeah, I love for people to get maimed. I need somebody to get killed, beat up, or something. I need, I'm going to blame my mother for that one. She calls it the action shot. The action, well, I tell you, yeah. definitely pick up Compelled to Murder series by E. Ray Tronic. Okay. So you, okay. you definitely, she's a phenomenal writer, um, author, just in person, you know, a, mm-hmm. as well. Um, her, she definitely has some, um, some sick and demented things that's going on. And I've heard, Ooh. I haven't read, but I've heard the same thing about, um, gosh, please don't make me butcher his name. I think it's called D. Bray. Um, he's, oh. His name is D. Bray. Um, he has, I know the name of the book is Blood and Whiskey. So, yes. definitely. Um, I'm I actually a mid-read on that one. Okay. And you so, will love it. The writing is great. Okay. And you know what? He's another one. He does a, a whole lot. And I, he does a whole lot for the for I will say the black community. He gives black creatives a really nice platform. It's yes, free, you know, and um, they can come on and talk about anything. Um, he may not be uh, black, but I consider him an ally in our ally. community because mm-hmm. he is really doing something great and probably, you know, giving a few of us who wouldn't necessarily had a voice. Um, mm-hmm. an opportunity to get in front of a different group of people and Absolutely. gain new readers and um, make some new, you know, Instagram buddies and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, but Blood and Whiskey, I am 50% through book one. Okay. And, yeah, oh, and it, yeah, he gave me a murder, and, you know, and I was, like, all in at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, and I hear book two is bloodier, so I'm like, oh wow! So yeah, definitely. (laughs) I have that one was also on my on my ever growing list, but it's certain ones that I am going to make sure that I check out. That will be the next one. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can't wait to hear what you think about that one. Absolutely, I will. So I want to at this time just. Mm -hmm give you an opportunity to talk about anything with KB Bookshelf that you have that's coming up in the future that, or if you want to discuss um, about Bougie and Bookish or anything yes. about KB that you want to dive into <laughs> for the readers and the, for the authors so they okay. will know. So um, what we haven't really touched on, so I'm revamping my virtual assistant service. So the website um, is down right now, but it'll be up in about a week. Um, I did a soft opening for the bookstore portion of KB's Bookshelf, which um, is bougie and bookish things. And I did a soft opening just to kind of gauge um, what people were looking at, what things may or may not be of interest to buyers. And uh, I wanted to give indie authors another platform to sell their work or at least have it showcased somewhere else, right? 
And so one of the things that I want to do, and I've run into a few glitches with actually getting the books in the store and making the the uh, download, the digital downloads available when you purchase. Um, I think we figured it out, but I'm not really sure yet. We we're testing it out now. But so what the store will do is we'll host it. We'll have an indie writer showcase and you can um, participate for free for two weeks. And then after that, if you think it will be of value to you, no strings attached uh, in the beginning. So if you think it will be of value to you to continue, and if you want to work with me and grow with me, then we will, um, you know, come to an agreement between the two of us and, you know, discuss the particulars. And then we'll have your book available to sell in the store in the Indie Writer Showcase section. Now, I do sell um, traditionally published um, digital books and audiobooks, but the indie books, what they'll have is a, a, a two-week free, kind of a two-week free trial. And then if mm-hmm. you wish to move forward, then you pay a flat fee to participate. And then any royalties that you receive in those first six months, those all come to any sales. That's all yours. As I don't get anything other than the participation fee that you can pay monthly or quarterly to be featured in the store. All right, authors. Yeah. So, so um, I'm hoping to get the glitches worked out so that when we do the grand opening just before the holidays, that um, I'll be able to launch it because I had some really great authors uh, show interest. And another thing too is that to have the book in the store, it will be vetted. I will be looking at the book to make sure that, you know, it doesn't go against anything that I wouldn't feel comfortable um, sharing anywhere else. You know, there'll be no hate speech of any kind or, you know, any of that. you know any of that so um yeah so i I, and and so also in the store you have the books but you also have what i call readers accessories Mm -hmm. i'll sell readers you know glasses they'll be mugs teas coffee there will be some bougie and bookish sleepwear um (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't resist that um i'm gonna you know pack all this chocolate in a pair sleep shorts (laughs) you know I'm gonna start taking applications for my future husband or companion so I'm gonna pack all this in there Uh, (laughs) and you know let him know up front this is a bougie and bookish woman (laughs) right right. you know and I do have some teas uh, currently that are available that say bougie and bookish woman bold and beautiful woman it's a whole bbw series but it's just a different take on the bbw instead of the big beautiful woman which i think is great too but we just took a little bit of a different spin on it so it's you know bougie and bookish woman you know you have the bold and beautiful woman um that's available for sale there's a link in my bio on instagram where you can go and browse the bookstore and you can also browse the t the t-shirt store as well so there's a few things I'm trying to provide, you know, an experience where you can just shop the store because we'll even have like bed pillows, socks, throw blankets, things like that to help make your reading experience really pleasurable and uh, relaxing. Absolutely. Awesome. I love it. I love it as an author. I love it as a reader. I love love everything about that. Thank you so much. Well, I, I, what I'm going to do is, if if you'll play along with me, I'm going to do something called This or That. And it's like just a quick, you know, one or the other type of deal. So we'll play it. It's, it's like eight <laughs> questions long, but okay. this is just my little my little fun game. But I love to play. I got I always have to say I got this actual idea from um when I did a podcast. So I thought it was so enjoyable. I said, uh, look, I'm going to incorporate it in mine. Like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So this is this or that. So the first one is tea or coffee? Tea. Wine or whiskey? Neither. Neither. <laughs> I don't so, drink at all. Sorry. Look, you know, look, not at all. 
Look, that is that's that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I've never done, have. That's a <laughs> wonderful thing. I will get there one day. So <laughs> after you look as an author, sometimes after these books, I need some wine and maybe some. Wine. <laughs> So, so I'll, I'll get there one day, I guess, when I retire. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a strong water with liver. That's about it. I, unmistakably, I'll yeah. get there one day. <laughs> Salty or sweet? Salty. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Paperback or Kindle? Kindle. Because I can't afford to get any more paperbacks. I have no more room. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's see. So, audiobook or text to read? Audiobook. Reading at day or reading at night? Day. Critiquing or reviewing? Oh, they almost got overlap. Um, reviewing. Reviewing. Yeah. So, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for playing along with me and for joining me tonight in discussing all things kb bookshelf and also giving some great advice you know for readers and for mm-hmm. authors and you know because these these readers are going to be digging in now with all of these great suggestions <laughs> like this, this, this so. is this so yeah. that is amazing. But what I want to do is give you an opportunity to tell both the readers and the authors how they can connect with you because readers definitely need to get prepared for bougie and bookish things. And authors, well, they need to get prepared for bougie and bookish things too if they want to sign yes. up. <laughs> yes. Um, so the easiest way is to go to my Instagram or Facebook. There's a link in either profile as well as my Twitter uh, in either one of those platforms there's a link in my bio on all three it leads you to the exact same places which are the bougie and bookish things bookstore my full website slash blog as well as the virtual assistant slash author assistant service that I have um, and anything else it, it all my social links are it can be found in that one link on either platform whichever one you follow me or I hope that you um, choose to follow me on um, and if you have neither platform you can just go to www.kbsbookshelf.com and it'll take you anywhere you need to go alright well you guys I certainly appreciate you for listening in and just journeying in with us and just dealing dealing with all our cackling and giggling and (laughs) just having fun talking about but look talking about bougie and bookish things (laughs) tonight I certainly appreciate it and you guys make sure that you do tune in um, next week our next author that's coming up is going to be author and poet Dee Dee Wright coming straight from the bookie down um, she is a friend of the show and she is a phenomenal uh, poet I absolutely adore her books so make sure that you guys tune into that and also on Sunday August the 16th we will have our next edition of the Socially Conscious Corner we'll be talking about differing views of agenda views in the black community from the political standpoint that is with me and my co-host Diane, Lakeisha and Kay Roche because silence is no longer an option and make sure that you are following the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. And if you would love to follow me, and I would love for you to do so, I can be found in all social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Author Untamed. Well, Miss KB, it has been a pleasure just speaking with you and just absorbing your wealth of information and I have certainly enjoyed our time together tonight 
Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You made it very, very pleasurable, very easy to be on. So I appreciate you taking it easy on me. And I want to thank everyone who has chosen to follow me over the last year or so. Um, you are, I say it all the time, but I just want everyone to know that they are really and truly appreciated. Oh, thank you. And we appreciate you. And I mean that both as an author and a reader. <laughs> appreciate you fully you do a phenomenal job thank you and i stand on that firmly for anybody who asks me and wants to know so i just want to let you know that we appreciate you both from an author's standpoint and from a reader's standpoint thank you very much thank you 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 are quite welcome well that is all the time we have for you guys this evening thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful night until next time Remain untamed.